Okay, say some things. Hello. Adventure. Love. Connection. Risk. Passion. Evolution. Play. Life. The Archetypal Tarot Podcast. Provocative mythology for the 21st century. Aloha. Today marks our 10-year anniversary of podcasting. From the fool to the world and back, Story Through Stone founder and teacher Sundara Quackenbush and archetypal consultant Julianne Javot, that's me, have been dishing out thoughts, ideas, interviews, and wisecracks about the tarot, archetypes, and provocative mythology for the 21st century for an entire decade. This episode is a rare opportunity for us to be together in person discussing the past, present, and the future. We hope you enjoy. Julian, I have something to say to you. Uh-oh. What? Happy anniversary. Oh my God. We've and, been together a long time. And it's not just any anniversary. It's been 10 years. Oh my God. You gotta be kidding me. 10 years. And you know what, people who have been with us for 10 years? Thank you. And we apologize. so uh live from sassoon city it's the 10-year podcast anniversary of the archetypal tarot podcast and and that means that we are here together in In person the same room fully vaccinated fully vaccinated thank you yes and we have not recorded together since I think the time that you came to Maui and we did the we did a little podcast. we did a Hawaii podcast we did six years ago oh my gosh so here we are Sandera and Julian together again the dynamic double trouble duo in I'm gonna call it the Owlry but it has another name oh it's 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 not the official name Owlful. it's the, did you know this room was originally going to be the dragon room? Oh. Had dragons from around the world that were going to be in this little tiny room. But, of course, they, they outgrew the space. So we made it the owl room. There's tons of cool archetypal psychology books. I caught Julian reading the red book this morning. I did. I woke up and started reading the red book by Carl Jung. <laughs> I'm that nerdy. And I'm like, that's why you're my friend. And that's why we have been doing this for 10 years. And we still like each other. In fact, we love each other. Uh, so yeah, we're going to, this is a special anniversary podcast. We're going to reminisce a little bit on our origins. We're going to talk about like, whoa, where did we land right now? What, how did that happen? And we're going to talk a little bit, we're going to dream into our future of the podcast a little bit and see where we're we're going together. Yeah. And I definitely want to honor the fact that 10 years in podcasting is a hundred years. Yeah. It's 100 years in podcast years. I, I'm going to tell you how old this podcast is. Okay, are you ready? In podcast years? Okay. This is how old this podcast is. When we recorded the father episode, the emperor mm-hmm. archetype, uh, Bill Cosby was a good guy back then. Oh, snap. That is how old this podcast is. Much has changed. We were like, Bill Cosby, you know, he's a pretty good dad. You he's know, the archetypal he's, dad. He's and we the were archetypal like, dad. He is the example of how wrong we were. But on oh, the show, as we perceived, yes. Yeah. 
definitely there but in reality you know art versus reality art versus reality so we're back recording directly into the laptop um not in a closet which is which is weird for us we have a whole bedroom but i'm i'm just going to put it out there that the sound quality might also be retro to our first handful of episodes which had room tone and noise and stuff happening so <clears throat> it won't be our highest quality uh, sound recording, but all y'all who've listened to us, you've probably gotten used to that, and you've suffered through our up and down sound quality. So, be that as it may, over 260,000 downloads later, here we are, back in the same room together. I'm stoked. I'm chuffed. I can't believe it's been 10 years. And so, for uh, for those of you that are just joining us, maybe for the past couple uh, episodes or are new to us, the way we got our start was pretty much recording in a closet in San Francisco. Um, and I remember being really excited to do this podcast. I I was um, I'm an I was an armchair uh, idea person. I still am. <laughs> Anyways, but I said, hey, Julianne, you know archetypes. I'm interested in the tarot. Like, let's let's just get together <clears throat> and press record and talk about every single major arcana card of the tarot through an archetypal lens. So we pooled together our interests in psychology, uh, brought together our, your wit is better than Love mine, of but, movies know, and movies and culture TV and, and archetypes and young and fairy tales and myth. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if, if longtime listeners might notice, and we've, I think, been pretty consistent throughout. I say, say tarot and Sandera says tarot. And it's never been an issue. We <laughs> always just, this is the way I say it's it. A, it's a potato, potato, potato sort of situation. tomato, and tomato. We, we still like each other ten years later. Yeah, I didn't. I, I hear what I want to hear. It's, <laughs> it's all good. It's honestly a matter of accent. I think. <laughs> For sure, Jabo, which I know you're. It's, it's you're... faux French. It's faux French. <laughs> We're not French at all. Oh, never mind. Uh, so I'm I'm stoked that we've been doing this for so long, and um, if people are interested in that first the two first two years, we were <clears throat> consistently every month putting out a new podcast following zero through twenty two zero through the world um, each archetype. Then we went back and did some of our favorites, and we had interviews. We have met some amazing freaking people through this foolish endeavor that we took. Um, Most recently, <clears throat> Nancy Hendrickson and the Ancestral Tarot. That, that was really bomb diggity. Yeah, the last mm -hmm. podcast we did, we're fans of. Um, it's hard for me to listen to the really early podcasts. <laughs> just like, ah! But I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, as an artist, I'm like, wow, we could have done better at that. But Well, true <clears> to the Tarot. We learned on the road. True to the Tarot. We are like the fool. We got started and somehow we made it to the end of the major arcana and we went through different phases. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and to be honest, we've been through periods where we just didn't want to do this anymore. Oh and, yeah. And we bounced it. We kind of played a, a, a podcast tennis, if you will, or maybe the, the popular thing is pickleball. Now we were playing a podcast pickleball. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And Julianne took it over. She did amazing interviews with 
lots of different tarot people that are still uh, friends and followers on Instagram, uh, doing their own thing now. And uh, then it bounced over to me and I did a bit of story through stone reflections. We've always drawn cards, I believe, at the beginning of the new We've been years. doing it for a while. I don't think we've done it since the beginning, but I think it's been a long time. It's been, a, it was a new tradition we started and um, have kept that up, drawing cards for the new year with an archetypal breakdown. And uh, it's brought us to our most recent, we have themed podcasts and we still, we love books actually. We love people who write books and so we'll, uh, or doing interesting things in the world. So we'd love to do some more uh, interviews. So this is bringing us into the future, I guess, portion of our anniversary podcast. Where are we going to go next? Where, indeed. Tell us, Sandera. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like I'm stepping back into those fool's shoes. All A over little again. bit, but um, I, you know, like you referenced, there's, you know, sometimes we want to kill the baby. Not literally, but like the podcast, because both of us have so much has happened in the last 10 years. Like my life is not completely different, but really, really different than it was. I had a practice consulting with people and counseling them. Um, back in the day that transmogrified itself into other things. I am doing, I mean, I, I live on Maui. I live thousands of miles away from where we started. Um, you know, big life transitions have happened, I think for both of us. So that is reflected in the podcast and the things that we decided to do. So everyone has listened to you, whether you want to or not, you're on the journey with us. Um, and I think hopefully we do a good job of sharing our lessons and, interesting things that have come up. So, um, I feel like, you know, we have just come back together to <clears throat> agree to keep this going probably more in the style of the last couple of years. So it won't necessarily be every month because I think we felt that it wasn't right to just crank something out, mm -hmm. um, to have it out there. It, it wasn't fair, um, to the listeners and it really didn't make sense for us. We're that here because we're moved <clears throat> to be here. When, yeah. Whenever we're pressing that record button, it's because there's something deeply that we want to share and explore. Quality over, over quantity. So yeah. that is, I think we will continue with that. And we really did a big reboot when <clears throat> the pandemic hit and we both realized mm -hmm. it was important to get together and talk about it, share those conversations with people listen in, you know, on the social and with people who send us messages. So I think more of more of that is is to come along with more interviews with people. Um, we've always taken license with is it tarot related? Yeah, no, but maybe. But really this is interesting <laughs> and we want to share it with you. Absolutely. So And so we're turning the mirror to our audience in many ways. I mean it, since we started this podcast, a renaissance of tarot has been happening in the world. Uh, most of you, I'm sure, have heard of Biddy Tarot has just transformed the accessibility and the knowledge around tarot that it, she's demystified it. She's made it accessible to so many people throughout the world. And so being on Instagram now, you see so many tarot readers and they're doing live readings and they're sharing their wisdom through pictures and reflections uh, all over the place. And I think it's fabulous. So I'm inspired by all of you tarot readers and tarot explorers out there. Um, if you've written a book 
if you're doing something interesting out in your community, if you're a tarot reader with a unique approach, particularly an archetypal with an archetypal lens, we're really interested in hearing from you. And um, maybe we'll do some of these live Instagram chats or uh, and, and turn them into podcasts or, or have them adjacent to our podcast. So we want to open up and, and explore where this is going in the world and how archetypal tarot can be supportive <clears throat> to that. Uh, so yeah, reach out. We want this to be a, a dialogue. Absolutely. And if we don't get back to you right away, don't take that as a bad sign. Both of us have careers and practices and businesses. So get the email out to us, get the message via, um, actually email is best. That way we both know that we've seen, or we've seen it. Um, or you can send us a direct message on, on Instagram. That's fine too. But just know that like we have to balance messages with all the other things in, in life. And I know Sundara's out of school and in a teaching role and with children, I have weddings and ceremonies. So those really require focused attention. So, um, definitely reach out. Um, we have ideas. I'm thinking back to some of, I just want to acknowledge some of the amazing people that we've gotten to meet over the years through this crazy thing and people who, um, you know, they look to us for information as they were kind of tarot noobs. And now they're like full fledged, fledged like Instagram influencer tarot readers with books and classes and stuff like that. So I, that's really humbling to me to be like, they came to us to learn and, and that really, we were a tiny slice part of launching um, into into their own experience of the tarot and sharing that. And that's that's been really awesome. Um, and people like, Melissa Sanova, who's been a multiple guest, become friends with her. She's amazing. Uh, Rash from Stay Woke Tarot, another amazing human being who we're just so lucky to know. She is a patron of our show still, which is fantastic. And just supporting her and seeing seeing all these people thrive out there in the world. Um, it just, I kind of feel like, wow, I know rock stars now. Mm -hmm. We just do this little podcast. So we know this is amazing. So it's super fun to be tangentially related, you know, to these to these people who I think bring a great deal and a unique voice to the world. So I celebrate that. Yeah, and if you have created your own deck, we want to see it too. I, I would love to bring a storytelling approach uh, to anyone's tarot deck. We could do it on the podcast. I would. I would look at your deck, review your deck, uh, look at the gorgeous pictures, have you on. Uh, we would love, there, there's just, we're in an amazing time for Tarot. It's, there are so many manifestations and uh, it's opening up all the worlds, all the cultures and bringing them into focus uh, in a beautiful way. So I would love to explore more of that as well. Yeah, and I would I would throw into that with a category of because <clears throat> symbols are the language of the soul, um, from my perspective and and Sundara's I believe too. So how are we working with symbols, um, the way that we can understand things that's not simply through the intellect or the mind, but things that are kind of bringing more senses into our experience? Because I think most of us know we you know there are no maps. To where we are as a people on this planet there we are living in unprecedented times 
and we're more unprecedented times, like nobody knows how this works exactly uh, with what we're facing socially and definitely environmentally. So I think that's another reason that the unconscious, the consciousness of symbols, um, we have to move more toward that to understand and navigate moment to moment through life. So people who are doing, you know, your story through stone decks, I think is probably even more relevant now and, and, you know, our relationship to the planet and understanding that it's not a dead thing we live on where mm -hmm. we are a part of it is a symbiotic relationship. And my exploration through prayer and connecting to the planet with Hawaiian culture and prayer and relationship to the rosary, the relationship to the archetypal mother, um, I'm sure those will probably make their way into the podcast as well. We are the one of my teachers, Jean Houston, um, used to say that we're we're oftentimes the people of the parenthesis, you know, where we're mm. we see our, you know, we're at beginning of an epoch and we're working our way maybe in future incarnations to the other parenthesis, and that like you know she would always say, now is the time and we are the people. Like you're on this planet for a purpose, and it's not simply mm -hmm. you know school, you know, birth, school, work, death. Um, there's a purpose and a meaning to all of our lives and it is playing an important role in everything that's happening. Michael Mead obviously is another great teacher who we've yet to have on the show. <laughs> <clears throat> Michael Mead, if you can hear us. Uh, but, but his work too is, I think, influenced both of us and it does echo that. And a lot of his work is from mythology and indig indigenous cultures from around the world that like, you know, never fear, <laughs> you're important to this. And it's not simply having a fat bank account or this or that. And it's not simply about survival. I truly believe it's not an arrogant thing to say that we all play an important role. That role might not be giant and ego satisfying, but it can be soul satisfying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, living from that, I think, is going to get us through or help us show the way versus living from ego where it's all about me and F everything else. Um, we're seeing the results of that general, general attitude. So some fellowship with that, with those ideas. And I'm sure we'll meet more people along the line. A lot of people follow us on, on YouTube. Thank you, Richard. Richard's one of our patrons. He's the one who posts everything on YouTube. Shout out to Richard. We have so many people to thank. He just volunteered. He's just like, I love your show. I will help out. So it's not just me and Sandera. We have so many people that we're, we're grateful to. We're going to cry. Just kidding. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a podcast. <clears throat> no shit. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And so, yeah, continuing to find that purpose and path it, through the world no matter whether or not you're a professional tarot reader or you just love to do it as a hobby or a spiritual practice, uh, it can help you stay on track. And that's what this podcast has been about too, is conversations around finding that for each of us. And um, I don't know, I think we have a really fun, foolish wisdom that uh, goes deep and, but also leads you back to yourself. You know, this is really the only person that can answer these questions is, is yourself through these explorations with ancient imagery, with uh, your own dreams, and with, you know, uh, some mentors and guides that can lead you a certain amount down the path until you can find your way again. 
So you were living as a free-range priestess in Hawaii. Hawaii. And this was not even a figment of your imagination 10 years ago. No, the only thing that gave me a hint at that time, and it was around that time, was you'd gotten the deck of the monocards. Um, the Hawaiian, um, they're called monocards. You can still get them. They're, they're very cool. They are, um, archetypes and gods and goddesses of the Hawaiian culture. And you did do a reading for me either before or after we'd started that did kind of hint at a change, not directly to Hawaii, but that kind of was there. And then I also look back over time and I'd been painting Mm. quite a bit, doing Mm -hmm. small watercolors and um poems and things that i'd put together that i was like my you could call it soul my spirit was guiding me to that decision to the like foolish decision Mm -hmm. to go visit my friend in hawaii in maui to be like i'm gonna check this out not actually thinking i would live there but also knowing i was supposed to move there many years before that fell through so it was almost like okay it's like i believe sometimes we're fated to certain things but we we occasionally get multiple opportunities or, or um, pathways to it. Um, or we can completely ignore them. I think that is that is something that happens in life. There isn't um, always a full fate, but no matter what. Um, or our avoidance is the fate. You know, I will avoid this for a long time. But that I didn't really know. But it, the the writing was on the wall, as it were. The images were already starting to come through me, and that whole process was unexpected but at the same time I think a deeper part of me was like yep yep you're going yep this is what you're supposed to do so um and I still love it and I'm so happy to be back home after a you know stint on the mainland uh last Mm. year and being here in California again with my sister in Pero in your gorgeous can I just say we are in a gorgeous Victorian home that Sandera and her husband um, bought this year, and it's magical. So you will be seeing posts on our Instagrams about it. Truly, is like you have made this home that could potentially be a little bit of a casual, like a retreat center. Um, it is over a hundred years old, and every nook and cranny is just filled with magic. So mm. I get to be here in the magical house with your wonderful husband. So it was meant to be. It was oh, definitely meant to be. Yeah. I, Even I, though I almost didn't get here yesterday, right? Like that. <laughs> we were going to make that happen no <laughs> matter what. Um, and so, yeah, it was so wonderful to have you here. And I hope you're the first of many um, tarot-loving guests that we have here in the future. I want this to be a, an open space for people to come. Check out the Story Through Stone Museum. We've got billion-year-old stones that my father found perfectly fit into this this room it's like it the made house. for it, it. Like made to be here it's it's a truly truly magic and i'm um i'm just pinching myself every day with gratitude uh so yeah many retreats we got mermaid rooms the mermaid room, room. room for yoga and dance and we're not making this up people it's, oh it's... my god yeah there's actually a mermaid room and there's a mermaid um, room and so, yeah, let's. There's so many beautiful things ahead of us, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you, Julianne. So Likewise, thank you for coming. I, I think in a future episode too, we we should dive into the mermaid archetype. Yes. Oh, great um, idea! It is for sure been coming up in the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I would say, maybe for five years, I started to see like some. There was a, a Netflix program called Tidelands 
that is essentially about mermaids, but on the land, but they're drug dealers. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thriller thing. But that's kind of an early memory of, of that. And then I myself, I'm kind of feeling it come through, through art, through music, through the idea, through rosaries. I actually yeah. am making mermaid mm. rosaries. And sometimes I, you know, any artist, you make stuff and you don't know what you're doing. You're like, why am I doing this? I don't have an idea. And through the process of making it and then sometimes later you're like, oh, and I would love to do a podcast to talk about the archetype of the mermaid and the fact that that is, there's such a beautiful, emotional, feminine sense to that. That's the realm of the emotions is water mm. um, and why maybe that that is helping us prepare for <clears throat> what is to come that the nature of of water and yeah let's do let's do a mermaid show i would love that that would be so amazing and that opening image in the mary magdalene movie that that you also want to do a podcast on mm -hmm. uh, that really gave me like in the water mermaid vibes as well so it, just yeah, a little glimpse. most definitely yeah. mm -hmm. so more of i think a lot of the, the same stuff that we enjoy that hopefully you come to us to enjoy definitely a lot about the feminine um, we're not anti-masculine but I, I think the work right now is being done underground it's be, it's it's being done above ground psychologically but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of the the hidden that is being prepared and fomenting you know where the roots have to dig down before something can kind of grow grow back up. That's my sense, I hope, anyway. Mm. So, Well, we will see what happens. We will ride the waves, and we will see you in the next podcast and future podcasts. Yeah, and 10 years. Thanks Where's for... our champagne? Oh, right. We don't even have... It's not the drunk episode. Although... <laughs> we did do that. From what I that. remember about the drunk episode, the devil made us do it archetypally. I don't know. You guys can go back and listen to it. I don't know if it's still good. I, I know we had a good time. <laughs> I can't even remember it. Uh, <laughs> it was quite a few years ago, but still. See, we're wild and crazy gals. Time and drink Tara. have eroded my memory. Yeah. Uh, but I will, I think I will remember this moment and you being here and uh, into the future we go. Yay. All right. Until next time. Uh, so at the end of the show, you're going to have a little thing. So pay attention to our email address and follow us on the Instagram. And we are putting out the call officially for people to get in touch with us. If you don't hear back right away, do not worry. We will, we will respond in one way, shape or form. So 2021 might be spoken for. We only have a few months left. Um, but yeah, we want to hear what's going on with people to keep that going. And I know we're both going to try to be a little bit better about posting on Instagram. Um, the stuff will happening. I think we'll do a big dump of all the photos of your beautiful house. So we're, we're trying to keep up with the kids here. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to come up with next? They're old, they're old people. They're <laughs> Well, we have a podcast that's 10 years old. That I, makes I know old. we are. Yeah. We're like the grand dames of <laughs> this particular version of media. Weird, right? We didn't know that, but, um, I definitely want to say, Meke aloha pumehana to everybody who listens. The greatest, deepest, warmest love for everyone who puts us in their in their earballs, as it were. Um, 
and thank you for that and definitely give us a shout out if you have some ideas and big aloha from me and Sidera. yeah love you bye-bye bye, -bye. thanks for listening we are so glad that you've been on this ride with us and for those listeners who've been with us from the beginning wow thank you so much and I just want to remind everybody, if you're enjoying the show, reach out and say hi, or suggest something for a future episode. You can email us at taropodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook at taropodcast. And as always, huge thanks to our patrons, Peter, Janet, Richard, Juniper, and Rash of Stay Woke Tarot. We appreciate our patrons for all their love and support. And you can find out more about the fabulous benefits of being a patron at tiny.cc slash tarotpodcast. And this episode is sponsored by Free Range Priestess on Etsy. You'll find unconventional rosaries, prayer beads, and now even jewelry. Search for Free Range Priestess on Etsy or just visit freerangepriestess.com. This podcast is produced by Both and Media. And our theme music is by The Lunar Group. Aloha.